Hey, welcome to Turned Out of Punk. Uh, said really recently, I fucking hate doing these episodes. But right off the bat, this goes out to my friend, Wade Allison, of the band Iron Age, of the band Dropout. Yeah, just, you know, a fucking legend. Uh, a good friend, someone I'd known for for years. Years and years now. Uh, if you're expecting or hoping for a conversation with Wade, I, I really regret to inform you that is not forthcoming. Wade is someone I always dreamed, thought, you know, knew was going to come on this podcast. But unfortunately, that's not going to happen. Uh, he was, as you've probably read by now, one of the coolest of all time. Uh, I met him years ago when Desperate Measures, Mental, and Lights Out played at the Transact Club in Toronto. No Warning hopped on for a surprise sort of secret. It was sort of like the last original No Warning hardcore show. And during Desperate Measures' set, I just watched the entire time this one guitar player just standing there, just like literally just standing there, staring straight out into the crowd and and playing with a grin on his face and it was just weird because the whole band's raging around him. People are raging in front of him and he's just kind of standing there just staring. And as time has gone on, like I I've come to realize that that's the coolest thing in the world, you know, Wade just doing that. And he would do that in Iron Age too, just stand there and, and just kind of watch the, the chaos unfold in front of him and just be cool. But at the time, it was very strange. I'd never seen anyone do anything like that. And then after the set, he came up to me and said, I, I want to give you some of my band's music. And I'm like, oh, I, already, I already got the Desperate Measures record, actually. And he's like, no, 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 this is, this is my real band. I'm just filling in. And we went out to the van. He's like, this is my real band. Gave me a dropout demo. He's like, it's some straight punk shit. Sounds like the Circle Jerks. And yeah, we were kind of friends ever since. You know, like I would run into him down in Austin when Fucked Up would go down, went down there for the first time. I remember he actually uh, brought us to uh, Claire and Maggie Metz's house to stay that night after going to Ricky Fest. Um, we didn't we didn't know whose house it was. He just brought us there, and he's like, "Yeah, just sit up here," and you know, disappeared. Uh, I gotta also, before I go any further, say huge love to the Allison family and the Mets family and the Iron Age family because I, I, I family is a huge part of what Iron, what made Iron Age so different, you know, that it was this band that was just more than a band, you know, it was like a, a, a collection of people. Like I th obviously think of Iron Age as being, you know, very specific lineups at very different times, but also, Iron Age was more than just this incredible, unbelievably incredible band, like the best band of the era, but it was more than just that. It was this outer circle that kind of surrounded this band. Uh, and yeah, I would, my favorite memories, my favorite memories are being on tour with Iron Age or going to Austin and hanging out with those guys and seeing them. If you never got to see Iron Age, 
please, I implore you to watch videos of them playing because just the the power, like they they destroyed fucked up every single time we played with them. It was ridiculous. They were that like just awe inspiring, you know. I would go and watch them. Every time we play with them, I'd just sit there and watch them and just be like, fuck. It made you want to be better. You know, it made your band want to be better. And I think about all the bands that I think of as being the sort of circle of bands that Fucked Up was a part of at that time. And I think if you asked any member of any of those bands, they would talk about how Iron Age was the band. You know, talk to someone in Cold World, talk to someone in Sex Fit, talk to someone in Mind Eraser. You know, and all those people have huge egos and fucked up too. And all of us, I think, would concede that Iron Age was that band and Wade was that guitar player. Um, there's like, you know, so many stories. Um, a lot of them have kind of become legends. You know, I've actually heard a bunch of stories from different people about them this week. Should I say this past weekend, where uh, I'm like, oh, I I actually know that story, but that's not how I remember it going down, or that's not how I hear it going down. Uh, fuck, this sucks. I feel so bad for uh, all the friends right now. He was, you know, that guy, you know, he was definitely, he just had this charisma where you wanted to be around him. He was really funny. It's so sad losing Riley and then losing Wade because you really felt like Riley and Wade, you know, it's like, it's like part of the same crew. It's the same people in that circle I don't really know where to go with this you know I just want to come on here and talk about it I was going to get some friends on and do reminiscings and I, 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 that'll probably come in the future I just really didn't want to bother anyone to hop on a podcast and have to you know grieve publicly like that but it just you can't you can't not acknowledge the passing of someone like Wade. You listen to Sleeping Eye, you listen you listen to anything they put out and you just hear his his voice come through. Like Alex Russin from Cold World posted that he was his favorite guitar player of all time and I forget who he put as his second favorite. Like, you know, cliched greatest guitarist of all time after Wade. And yeah, I really do feel like he was the greatest guitarist that I got to see in the era of hardcore I came out of, like just such a unique style, such a unique approach to it. He did everything really deliberately. You know, I, I never thought in my wildest dreams that he would be the guy out of that band that wound up being a lawyer. That was just like a side of him. I never saw, you know, I saw the fun side, saw the fun side a lot saw the, the, you know, the musical genius side, but never saw the side of him that had that kind of, like, dedication and, and, and drive to do it. He, he was a guy that I would love to have had more time with, to talk with. And I had a lot of time 
to sit and talk with them over the years. I've always felt like no band needs a book written about them like Iron Age needs a book at some point. And and now, fuck, more so. Once again, all my love, all my fucking love and heart going out right now to Claire and their kids, uh, to the Mets family, to the Allison family, to the Iron Age family, you know, to Tarpy, to Ribs, to Matt Jackson, to Reed, to Arthur. Fuck, to Jared, man. I'm really sorry, Jared. Um, Steve, Alex Hughes, you know, huge love, huge, huge love. Uh, Chase, Chase Money, um, Sherwin, RJ, to Logan, to Timmy, to all the bands like, like Blake and Power Trip and Bitter End and Pride Kills and, uh, Vulgar Display to Glue to Back to Back to all the bands that he dropped out. To Coal World, to Sexvid, to Trash Talk, to Mind Eraser, Mental. Uh, this was like one of all of our brothers, you know? This was like a family member. And it really has hit home with a lot of people. A lot of people are hurting right now. Uh, you know, a lot of people are hurting way more than us right now, too. So, uh, just go out there and hug your loved ones. Let them all know that you care about them. Hug your friends. Check in on your friends. Be there for your friends. Just be a friend. Oh, shit. Um, I'm going to do uh, some sort of bigger sort of celebration at some point. Um, but I just want to get on here right now and and uh, just talk about Wade. And say rest in peace, Wade Allison. And send all my love and my heart to his family right now. Thanks for listening. See you next episode.